Hey everybody, Pat Mercedi. We've been a little quiet for the last couple of days, with good reason. I wanted a chance to think some things through and bring you something that I've been thinking about for quite a few days. Um, I met with a very well-known um, television personality just uh, the other night who said to me, uh, Pat, you need to stop calling your stuff rants and call them what they are. And I said, what's that? He goes, a reality check. Uh, maybe he said you ought to call it what really oops me off. And uh, and today I'm a little really off. Um, you can put that word, whatever it is that you want to put in there, because a lot of what we're seeing is a cover-up, a complete cover-up. Um, our, our Prime Minister today, uh, you know, keeps pushing, even on Anzac Day, this voice thing, without any detail, without any real um, basis for it. Um, obviously, voices um, that are already there, such as Jacinda Price and other senators and Warren Mundine, their voices don't count because they don't fit the narrative and they don't fit the rhetoric. And it's a cover-up. Um, of course, this is all about... Albanese and leaving his legacy, just like Kevin Dudd did, um, who is now our ambassador to the USA and was rewarded for his I'm sorry, uh, which really wasn't I'm sorry at all, uh, because it really didn't lead to anyone forgiving anyone for anything at all. And today, that's not what I want to talk about. Um, today, I want to talk about what is really driving a lot of agenda, in my opinion? And I, believe you me, I feel, I'm happy to be wrong, but this is really annoying me because two years ago, and for many years now, quite frankly, we've seen the evil black hand of Big Pharma direct the narrative, direct government policy, direct media, direct agenda. When you look at it, Big Pharmaceutical Companies, think for a moment, who benefited the most from the pandemic? Who did? Well, let me tell you who did. Big Pharma made literally billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. I think one of them made $13 billion. When in actual fact, they said that it would be immoral for them to benefit, financially speaking, from what happened a few years ago, where people, their lives, their livelihood, their moral conscience, their body was submitted to government authority to receive a procedure that had not been tested, that had no clinical trial, that had no real data. Now, of course, data's coming in and one of the latest things that we're seeing is people just dropping dead for no reason. Funny that, isn't it? It's amazing. Who benefited from that? Think about it for a moment. All this push right now, every time there's something on the news, the whole trans thing. And again, hear me. I'm nobody's moral conscience. I don't care what you want to be. That is not my call. But I do have an opinion. Look, if you want to be straight and that's what God made you, I mean, I believe God made male and female, that's it, period, end of story for me. That's my opinion. But to be censured, blocked, stopped for an opinion is the beginning of basically socialism, which is communist with lipstick on. But have a think of who benefits the most from pushing this ideology, 
sacrificing our children's bodies, government overreach again, saying that no parent has a right, at least in Victoria anyway, to stop a child who can't work out whether they want to be a cowboy, an Indian, a princess, a fairy, or whatever it is that they want to be, or whether they're Snow White, or whether they're Prince Charming, who benefits the pharmaceutical industry? Because when you think of it, and I'll get to some, 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 some facts and figures in a second, but here's just one. For a child to transgender without consent, say 18, a, a young person, it costs them 5000 US per year outside the medical system for a minimum of four to five, maybe six years. Think about that. The hundreds of thousands of young people with complete psychological dysphoria and then everything else they have to undergo. Who benefits from this? I'll tell you who benefits. Big Pharma. Let me give you another illustration. Who sponsored the satanic ritual of Sam Smith and his satanic incantations? Who sponsored that at the Grammy Awards? Well, none other than Pfizer. Just remember that the book of Revelation warned us that the people would be deceived by pharmakia, which is the word where we get the word pharmacy from. The pharmaceutical industry, they don't want you to get well. With all the research, all the study, all the billions, if not trillions of dollars into cancer research, yet it seems that anyone that finds any kind of remedy gets blocked, bought out, shut down, shut up. By who? I'll tell you who. The pharmaceutical industry, who lobby governments, politicians, and I might even say, who push it on churches. And don't get me started on that one. Because we saw during the pandemic what they were able to do. If the pharmaceutical industry was so interested in public health, they have no intention of wanting you well. You get on blood pressure tablets, and I'm not here to give you medical advice. This is just my opinion, not medical advice. You're basically stuck on them for life. And again, I'm not saying it's wrong. Just hear me. Let me say this. The pharmaceutical industry and the medical profession has done a lot to help people. A lot. However, at the same time, when power and money are involved, an unlimited supply, when government bodies are in bed with pharmaceutical industry, it leads to corruption. Where is the Grand Hunts? Where are the Brad Hazards and every other Ning Nong that was out there pushing stuff upon us? Well, they've all retired now with their nice little paychecks. Hmm. Interesting. Just in time, just in time for them not to be looked at or when we want an investigation. I mean, people are crying out for a Royal Commission on the overreach. Personally, I think it's a waste of time because Royal Commissions really lead to nothing. No one gets punished. I would like it, but honestly, really, come on. You see, the medical industry, sorry, let me rephrase it. The pharmaceutical industry portray themselves as saviors, yet they are the villains. They're not the saviors at all. Think about it for a second. If they were so interested in public health, why was basic medical treatment during the pandemic, when was, why was that 
cut off where people today were not able to treat their cancers and they're dying of cancer. Where was the rage? Where was the uproar from the pharmaceutical industry? There wasn't any. There was no outcry over and of course they go, well, you know, well, you know, the, 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 the disease that was out there, that rubbish. Nonsense. You had, you had every protective thing to be able for you to continue on, but they chose to work with government. They chose, they chose to use their lobbyists to push their agenda. Why? Because there was more money in an injection than what there was in helping people get sick from real, real illnesses. That's the problem. You see, puberty blockers in this country, 5,000 USD or more. The cost of transitioning, again, if that's what you want to do, what do you want? Uh, hey, God's giving you all a free will. The cost of transitioning is around $140,000 USD plus ongoing cost and treatment. In Australia, it ranges from twenty to 100000 plus plus hospital fees, that's pretty big business. Now, let's look at climate change. You might say, oh, Pat, climate change, come on. Why would the pharmaceutical industry be involved in climate change? Have you seen the mental state and the trauma, the confusion, the fear among our young people, leading them to anxiety, depression, suicide? And guess what? They want to medicate you. Now, let me just say this as a personal personal story. I struggle with anxiety and I have struggled with depression. And yes, uh, I did and used medications to help me through some very serious challenges in my life. And I'm very grateful. Although I believe sometimes those things can be a Band-Aid on a cancer. That's just me and I'm not giving advice, my own personal testimony of that. I'm very grateful. However... We're not helping and teaching our young people how to deal with these issues, how to deal with issues such as obesity. Now in the United States of America, because of what happened through our lockdowns and everything else and government overreach, young people are lining up by the thousands because they are obese and overweight. And what's the answer? Operate on them. Rip half their stomach out. Cut it and stitch it together. Rather than teaching about health, rather than teaching about exercise. When you and I went to school, we were taught about health and nutrition and exercise. Now our children are addicted to a computer and a screen. It benefits the pharmaceutical industry. And with their attachment and their addiction to drama and fear, instilling out of the hearts of our young, what's the answer? Stick a tablet in their mouth. Again, I'm not saying that that's not helpful. I'm not saying that at all. But can you see this trail of money? It's a never-ending um, cycle. Say so you're ADHD or ADD. If I was a kid, that would called me ADD and whatever. But what they want to do today is rather than channel the, the magic or the gift or the, the personality, medicate it, shut it down. Rather than parents taking responsibility for an unruly child and teaching them discipline, respect, basic things that you and I were taught as children. Sadly, we are again have become addicted to a child's feelings. They mustn't hurt their feelings. Oh. 
Shall we let them run amok? We'll let them do what they want. We teach a child whose brain and mind has not matured yet that they have a decision to make, which is a permanent decision, a permanent decision on bodily mutilation. Have you seen the stories of young people and people that are uh, re- retransitioning? There is very little help for the dysphoria and the pain and the confusion caused by these things. Our young people have enough to deal with without being sacrificed on the altar of Molech. And when immoral behavior becomes, listen to me very carefully, our God, our children suffer. Have a look at history. Have a look at what happened with Ahab and Jezebel and Molech and Ashtaroth. These are demonic entities that have not changed. And the media, through the false prophets of the media, because that's what they are, they push this agenda. Now even conservative media are pushing these kind of agendas. Who are their sponsors? You see, if you're a football team, you're not going to diss on your sponsor. I happen to barrack, barrack for a full-time football team called Canterbury Bulldogs. They're not doing so well. But I guarantee you those players and management aren't going to diss on, 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 on Landry that supports them. They're not going to do that. Why? They're your sponsor. They pay your bill. They pay your salary. They pay your contract. Do you think media, who is so supported by big pharma and presenters and television personalities are going to push an agenda contrary to their sponsors. Absolutely not. You'd be ludicrous to do so. Where it counts is with the people. Where it counts is with the people. Bud Light has, companies taking, Fox News lost a billion dollars after getting rid of Tucker Colson, and so they should. The only way that people learn is the hip pocket. And the hypocrisy of government and pharmaceutical industry and media has reached unprecedented levels where they are basically denying us access to information and knowledge that we rightfully deserve. I know I've been subject to being deplatformed on certain things. My Instagram has been, has been shadow banned. YouTube and everything else, every time you say something that's against their community standards, who are these people hiding behind these closed doors with these so-called community standards? They have no standards. Because the moment you disagree, you're classified as hate speech or whatever it is, and it's not. My Bible teaches me to love all people. I don't have to agree with them. God loves everybody. He doesn't agree with behaviour. And it is very sad that today, this is what really annoys me, adults cannot see. I don't blame the kids. I blame the parents. I got kids in grand school. My grandkids are in school. And if some kid comes into that school and wants to identify as a lion or a kitty cat or a dog, all that attention that is given, I want my, my grandchildren to learn math, science, English, or whatever it is they're learning, not having to sit there and cater to some child who has dysphoria or a very active imagination. 
It's ludicrous. And the parents are at fault. Think about it in sport. Several years ago, I was in California watching a, a soccer match with my grandson. They were beating a team 7-zip, seven 7-0. Seven All of a sudden, they had to stop scoring goals to let the other team catch up. Competitiveness is out the door. Wokeism, married to political agenda funded by Big Pharma, is corruption. Corruption. And our government is complicit and compliant. I'm not concerned how a billionaire or a millionaire ends up with millions of dollars in their bank accounts after years and years of work. What I'm concerned about is how politicians retire on literally multiplied millions and they're public servants. But yet their finances are not up for disclosure. Their investments are not up for disclosure. Adam Band. You see what happened with Adam Bandit? All of a sudden his investments, the very thing he's trying to Put down, you know, the, 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 the horrors of climate. Have a look at where he's invested. It is hypocritical. It is double standards. And we've had a guffle. People need a reality check. Now, this Sunday morning, I've got a powerful, powerful message for you on spiritual malnutrition. And then next Friday, not this Friday, which is obviously today, but next Friday, have a special online event featuring some of Australia's leading women. I want the mothers to speak. And ladies, if you don't speak, be prepared to lose your freedoms. Be prepared to lose it. I noticed one of these, I won't mention her name, who I, I used to respect her, interviewing Caitlin Jenner, asking her questions. How about you ask her this one? When's the last time you had a pap smear? When's the last time you breastfed a child? When's the last time you went to your gynecologist? Now, I'm not against people, but the insanity has to stop. If you want to do that, knock yourself out. But we should never be forced to compromise our beliefs, our moral conscience and our convictions. Nor should we be forced as parents and adults, parents and adults, to sacrifice our children. Government does not control your children or it should not control children. And any one of you that do, that allows that, you're not fit to be a parent. You're really not. You're not protecting the very thing that the good Lord entrusted you with. We're not protecting our women. We're not. And let me just say this. There is no right way to support a wrong thing. Anyway, this is Pat's Reality Check. We're not calling it a rant anymore. This is Pat's Reality Check. I trust it's inspired you. Next Friday, next Friday, I've invited some leading women. I'm not going to announce who, but I will let you know. And we're going to let them speak. And we're going to give them a voice. We're going to give them a voice some of Australia's leading women. I look forward to seeing you then. Have a great weekend. Join us for Reborn this Sunday morning. Please like, share this uh, this reality check.
and um, follow us, get your friends on board and, and support us and uh, follow us on all our links. Um, um, I think it's mercedes.com forward slash links. Uh, thank you guys for being so supportive. Please join us on Sunday morning and, um, and uh, we've got some great things to announce to you as well. Otherwise, God bless you. Have a great weekend.